Well, hey there, everybody. This is another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. And as you can see, meteorologist Andrew Gordon and I are trying something a little bit different this week. We are. We're outside one of um, our favorite coffee shops here. I know being you know, a morning meteorologist now and you a former one, caffeine was vital. Yeah, for you me, know, it is for, for the caffeine for me, it, it generally started out uh, with the soda. Mm-hmm. I drank that for years, uh, but then it switched to coffee, and then I drink a lot of coffee, and this is one of my favorite places. We'll give them a little free plug. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Well, we're here. We're at Gallery Expresso. We're at the corner of Bull and, what is this one? Well, we're right on Chippewa Square. I always yeah, forget the name the of this. Yeah, we're by the Forrest Gump Square. Yeah. So. The Forest Gump Square, if you, if you ever want to come to Savannah. So mm-hmm. if you're watching this and you're not from Savannah, this is the square where they mm-hmm. filmed Forest Gump. We got, of course, we got the Savannah Theater over here on the other side yeah. as well. So Yep, some good uh, good eats around here as well. You got some good coffee and uh, some good stuff. So it's nice to kind of be outside. We're shaded. It's a little warm today. So yes. ahead of the approaching front, it's always interesting. It's like the atmosphere is squeezing out a little bit of warmth right before we see a 180 with these temperatures. And it's not like a fall cold front because, you know, we're still... And um, in summertime, right. but it is going to be a cold front by definition. Mm-hmm. And with that, we'll see temperatures go down more so because of the cloud cover and the rain trending downward as we get into the weekend. Yeah, and that front is going to stall to our south, and that's going to help with our next uh, weather maker, which is really going to be our first alert weather day yeah. coming up for our Friday. As the front stalls down to the south, probably somewhere near the Georgia, Florida border, North Florida, wherever. Uh, upper level low will become cut off here to our west. Now that's going to bring in a lot of that mid and upper level moisture out of the Gulf, overrunning that frontal boundary. And yeah, that's going to give us a pretty good chance for these rain showers in here, which could be a little bit more prolonged. So that's what we're thinking of for the first alert weather day on Friday. Not a big severe threat out here, but rain, which could cause some minor flooding concerns. Yeah, you know, I. Think it's more of a nuisance weather day you know yes but it's uh that is part of our scheming here with the first alert we're alerting you to impactful weather and impactful is not always severe but it right. can be you know you need to plan around it it doesn't mean that it's going to ruin your day you can you know don't be scared be prepared that's what we say sometimes but you know <laughs> just, very good say uh, just make sure that you've got uh, a little extra time in the morning you know especially wet mornings are, are never fun to cover traffic on either because usually no. busy busy weather days translate to busy traffic days right so that's something uh, that we'll both have to deal with with the uh, the morning commute the afternoon commute and everywhere in between because it looks like it just wants to go right in saturday yeah pretty much so and uh again a lot of got friday night football going on mm-hmm. uh here that'll be impacted your evening commutes maybe you're trying to go somewhere on vacation on friday leaving friday night yeah roads are going to be wet you're going to be yeah. impacted that's why we're giving you the first alert and you mentioned this weekend i, I wish i had better news wow. I-, I think maybe a little bit less coverage area or duration i should say on Saturday. Uh, that's why we don't have a first alert right now, but that could be something we could be maybe leaning towards coming up. Yeah, definitely. And I know that it's still nice out. You know, we're going to be in the lower 90s today, 93-ish for some areas. You feel it. And, uh, you know, the, these live oaks provide a lot of natural uh, air conditioning, I guess you could say, or shade. So you don't really feel it here in the shade, but walking here from where I live at, it definitely was beaming a bit, and uh, you think that, and you're like, ah, it'd be a good time to go to the beach, get some golfing done, go hang outside. I mean, I don't know. I was get telling, that done today. I was telling people yesterday and today, if you've got yard work and, you know, driving around, oh. you see some of these 
yards that already look like Jurassic Park. Um, yesterday and today are going to be the days to do it, especially missing today on Monday when some of the landscape crews come out. Yes. So probably um, uh, playing some catch-up. I wish I could have heeded your uh, warning out there, but uh, unfortunately I can't get out there and mow the lawn maybe until Friday. I'm off Friday. There you go. But it's supposed to rain all day. So mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to get mowed this weekend yeah. uh, as well. But hey, we know we needed the rain. We were in drought. Our latest drought monitor coming out tomorrow, and I don't think we're going to be officially in drought in here for tomorrow. Uh, we didn't have any of that drought in here for the last uh, week, and we don't really expect that with this weather pattern that we're in either. Yeah, and even if something were to creep back in, the rain that we're going to get over the weekend will push it right back out. So I think we're okay in that regard. And, yeah. you know, a lot of times we, we talk about these fronts and how you can get lows that spin up on them this time of the year. And, you know, in regards to the Atlantic, we really don't have a lot going on locally, locally. Right. But with the front that's going to come down, stall out. Yeah. Gulf waters, upper 80s, low 90s for some readings. Um, there's well, some I didn't models. see the low 90s. Wow. I've seen a couple. I don't, they might be erroneous, but, you know, uh, popping up, trying to, like, get a low right along the coast. And it's like, I don't think that, you know, anything tropical is going to come of this. But when it comes to it, you're talking about the cutoff low. Right. The low is going to be spinning in moisture coming in from the southwest to the northeast because it's situated to our southwest. And you have a low that goes counterclockwise. So there's your moisture. And we're just sitting right there for it to feed into. Yeah, so. and that upper level low expected to kind of open up a little bit on Saturday and Sunday. So that's why the rain chances hopefully going down a little bit. But, you know, hopefully next week, uh, a little dry weather trying to build back into the region. As some models are saying, especially the GFS, yeah. uh, really trying to dry us out Tuesday, Wednesday, even maybe into Thursday next week. Yeah, we definitely would take that. Uh, dry weather is always good, especially after the weekend. I, you know, had a couple of friends recently that have been like, it's always the weekend. It's always the weekend. You got fronts come in or lows or something that bring in our, our rain chances. And it seems like that is kind of the pattern we're in, but that's yeah. okay. You know, we'll take it. Good nap and weather. I mean, I'm going to be watching college football. College football. Hopefully. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm down if it's raining or not. It's always nice to try to sneak out to the beach. Also, the first NFL weekend, I know. CBS, WTOC's got some big games, so people can watch TV if it rains. I guess a little plug there. Nothing uh, wrong with uh, watching some TV coming up here for the weekend. But we could talk about the tropics, too. Yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, it's not just local. I mean, we do have two hurricanes, two areas of potential development. I would call it active in the Atlantic. The Atlantic is active. It's awake. Yeah, just not impactful for us, which is fine. This is the way we would like to see it, and really, not impactful for any land areas. Now, Bermuda will get some effects from uh, Earl coming up, but all in all, uh, these systems have been bypassing land, yep. which has been great. So it's, it's kind of like, it's awake. The, the tropics, the Atlantic is kind of awake, but it's like there's a rambunctious toddler that is on the other side of the house. He's not, they're not trying to come into your room yet, so can handle themselves out there, not causing any damage. Yeah, and we're getting very close to, to the statistical peak of the hurricane season, which is generally yeah. September 10th. We are recording this here on Wednesday, September 7th. Uh, and leading into the weekend, when the 10th is, we are going to have at least two, maybe potentially three uh, tropical systems at mm-hmm. that time. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that because I don't know by the weekend if Danielle is still going to be considered a tropical system. It's going to go through its own upwelling and all that, so we'll see if it kind of rains itself out, for lack of a better term. And it could be more of an extra-tropical. The system is still going to be there and actually potentially could be impacting Portugal Mm -hmm. and France next week, but as an extra-tropical or non-tropical low-pressure system. Yeah. 
We'll be watching that for sure. But I yeah, mean, you still have Earl. Um, Earl will be the big one. Earl's supposed to be a major hurricane. You know, by Friday, perhaps earlier, early Friday, I think was what they had this morning, and and its wind field is expanding. So with that, you know, sometimes you have really small and mighty hurricanes. Sometimes you have weaker, big mm -hmm. storms. This one's kind of an in between. It's expected to be strong while expanding. Right. And since it's expanding, the wind fields then cross over into Bermuda likely, not that it would take a direct hit, because right. that's not likely. But then, you know, they're expected to get tropical storm force winds, so there is now a uh, tropical storm warning there for Bermuda. So, way out away from us. I mean, you look at those outer cloud bands, they're hundreds of miles away from yeah, us. Yeah, so we're not going to see any impact from Earl, but this is expected to be mentioned a major hurricane, and the 11 a.m. advisory this morning has actually upped it now potentially to Cat 4 okay. uh, hurricane. Uh, I think it's by uh, Thursday into Friday. So it's something that's definitely going to be a very powerful system as it's moving away from Bermuda. That high will jef definitely just hook it onto the northeast and we'll say goodbye, Earl. <laughs> so. It's a very famous song yeah. by, what are they called now? The they're Chicks. not the Dixie Chicks. They were they're the Dixie the chicks. chicks, now they're the Chicks. Now they're just so. the Chicks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, even I knew that song. I think I sang that at karaoke once. I believe it. And we're not years. too far from uh, your old karaoke place. Actually, we're the right near grounds. McDonald's. Yeah, Literally that's where my wife and I basically met back 20-something years ago. It's a fun McDonald's. story. Yeah. This quite literally is memory lane. Memory lane, wow. yeah. A uh, long time ago, and uh, we are looking at some stuff coming up here. I don't want to get too much into... Whatever you're comfortable with. Memory lane. We could get into that, but that's just a long story. And I don't want to sidetrack from the tropics. Yeah. Uh, because we have two other systems that we're going to be watching. Uh, one is low pressure right now, which is moving west of the... Of the Cabo Verde Islands, and that's always been the big discussion. Are they the Cape Verde Islands, which I grew up knowing, or are they now the Cabo Verde Islands? And I think they officially changed their name a few years ago, like 2016 or 17, to officially be known as the Cabo Verde Islands. So You know, I feel like we're, we're both pretty interested in, in that kind of stuff, and we should know that. I don't know it. I, I looked I, it up. So that's I, why I, I want to know, it. like, whose jurisdiction are they under and all it that. Was, so. It was, I think, French. If I'm wrong, I don't know, but uh, it was um, it something like that. But then they became their own, like, independent uh, area. I don't know if they're a colony or independent state or what have you. Uh, but they officially became Cabo Verde Islands. Okay. From well, what I read, according to Wikipedia. We'll, have to, we'll look into that a little yeah. more, too, just because I'm going to have to research that now. And we always have these reference points of these kind of random islands that are out there, whether it's the Cabo Verde or you go further north, you get the Azores, which... You know, they kind of just pop up on our weather maps every now and then, and you're like, who, who is there? Yeah, you and know? people, people like, even me, is like, oh, I've heard of them, but can you pick them up on a map? I can do the Cape Verde Islands. The Azores, okay, they're the ones north of that, and they're west or of uh, Portugal and Spain, right? Yeah. Kind of out in that it's area. It's pretty far up there. In the, in the northeastern Atlantic. Then you get more so the ones that track closer to the, uh, the main development region, so you get, like, the windward, the leeward, and all that. That's a little bit easier for us to pop off on our top of our brains. I always but. have to think about that too. The Leeward Islands versus the Windward Islands. They make up the entire Lesser Antilles. Right. But the whole thing is part of the, then they got the Greater Antilles, which yeah, I think is just, like Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic and Haiti. It gets... And Cuba, I think, is part of the Greater Antilles. Right? Yeah, I'm not sure Cuba might be. I think so. It's pretty close. It's a lot of stuff all so we're just embedded we're just in there. Literally here. So yeah, so Talking. we got... The two active systems, we got that low pressure moving into the Cabo Verde Islands, west of it, southwest of it, uh, which has a 60% chance of development over the next several days. And then after that, 
a tropical wave, which is forecast to move off the west coast of Africa uh, either tomorrow or some, sometime in yeah. the next 24, 36 hours. You know, that one um, is, is maybe one to watch, not one to cause alarm with, but the three systems that we have out there with Danielle, Earl, and then this like medium risk one, don't think any of those are going to impact us. So then by default, it's like, well, this could be the next one that does, even if it's at a low end risk here over the next five days. I think some of the longer range models tried to bring it a little further south than, than what the high has been pulling things to the north, so we're watching it. Um, that would still be a good 10 days out, so 17th or so, getting closer to right. those areas potentially if it doesn't you know, dry up or, you know, or dissipate. So uh, nothing of direct concern or nothing, immediate concern. Yeah. Uh, of at least the next week. I think we're going to be all right. After that, again, we'll keep our eyes on that. Usually when those storms come off the, uh, the Cape Verde Islands, cross the Atlantic, they got a long ways to go. It's going to be a long trip uh, to make their way through that area. So we'll be keep, keeping our eyes on that. Ken gives us PTSD of uh, Dorian. I know. <laughs> that was rough. Three um, years ago. I'm trying to remember. Three was, years that ago. was the one we were talking about for a long time. Crossing over the Atlantic. It just crossed over, and, and by the time it got here, we were just over it. We needed to be plugged back in. We were uh, just batteries were gone. We were done. Yeah, but. it's, nev it's never, never fun. But it's always uh, trying to give you all uh, the, the, the latest information on what's going on so you can be prepared whether you need to evacuate or not. Hopefully, we never have to, but you know, it's not a question of. Uh, if it's just a question of when that will happen again. And when could be in 20 years or it could be in a month. You never know. Yeah. So, because you go through these dryer spells. Sure. So, time off, you got coming up here Friday. You had to work, uh, you thankfully worked this past Sunday. Yes, because you were off. You had exciting news, which you did last I did. weekend. I, no, last weekend was, was great. One of the best ones I've had in, in quite some time because I've been uh, working on this NASCAR podcast since February, March or so. Um, got the opportunity to go up there and cover this race as media and you know talk to some of these drivers and PR people that I've met uh, or just only met over email and texting and phone calls mm -hmm. and got to put a face to the name and, and it was a lot of fun so I uh, got the the full access got to meet some really cool people putting together kind of a highlight reel previewing the playoffs going into uh, you know what happened to Darlington and then going ahead to Kansas which is the next round in Kansas playoffs. Kansas yeah I got a speedway or a racetrack in Kansas. what's it called so, uh, Kansas Speedway so, okay, <laughs> that makes it easy. But it is the Darlington Raceway, so they do kind of okay. have uh, different names there, and and it's always fun to set, uh, to share you know special moments with with people. So growing up, I have been wanting to um, you know do this kind of thing for a while, and this is uh, just a side thing. It's for fun. Um, mm -hmm. Do it for work too, but you know I've I've been going to races since I was five, and you know you see the reporters and you're like, hey, that's cool. How do how do you get like that? Well, you just you try, you ask, and I went to our boss a while ago, and I was like, hey. I want to do this, and she was like, "Well, as long as it doesn't get in the way of, of your, your other weather job, and right, like your right. actual job." And I was like, "Yeah, fine." So being able to go up there and get credentialed, and then uh, share that too, my my girlfriend got to go, so that was really cool. She got to go and experience a race for the first time. I would say, was that her first race? That was her first race. Her name is Samantha. She's named. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a name. She's named. Is that the first time you actually said her it name? It is. I ask, I ask wow. for permission, actually. Oh well, yeah. You always got to get permission. Yeah, you I never want to put too much information. It was a lot of fun, in. though. For sure, we'll leave it leave it at that. But no, it was, it was a lot of fun. And um, since you know went up there alone, she got to play camera woman for me for like my standups and stuff just mm -hmm. for a second. But it, it wasn't work related. It was just a lot of fun. And I had to do work. And um, you know, it was in the media center and just you know actually plugging away, trying to get a lot of stuff done so you can enjoy watching it a little bit too. Because I went up there on my own time 
uh, just said, hey, I'll come back and, and give you guys some content and see where it goes. Well, good. I'm yeah. glad you and Samantha had a good there time. And that name gets confusing because you two have a, a Sam. Well, my daughter's name is Samantha. And then we have Sam But Bowman. you're not dating my daughter. No, no, no. It's a different one. But we also... She's too young for you. She is. Uh, but there's just a lot of Sams around because I've got a Sam, you've got a Sam, we've got a Sam in the newsroom. So there's just a lot of, a lot of Sams going on. I think on. he's more of a Samuel. Samuel? Yeah. Right? Maybe? Not know. a Samantha. No, I not Samantha. A Samantha. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think... know. Sam might not be the mm. the actual full name. It's usually short. We can ask him. We'll ask. Him. I'll ask him next time I see him. We never. Know. It, was, it was a lot of fun, and I usually like getting into to grass talk with you as well. But I know that you've already kind of gone into the whole lawn portion of this, and lawn's done. looking great. Lawn is looking. I tell good. you that. Uh, you got so this last time we were talking, you needed to either put fertilizer down or yeah. had just put fertilizer down, and you're seeing where the rain was going to come play. Yes, I think I think I just put it down. Mm -hmm. um, we had to put down uh, the fungicide, which thankfully we did because a lot of the times the fungus, I believe, likes to live when the, when the soil temperatures are between 60 to 70 degrees or so. Now our soil temperatures have been a little warmer than that, but with all the rain we've been getting, that mm -hmm. tends to lower the soil temperature so you can get some fungus growing in there, especially when it's wet. Uh, and lower soil temperatures. So yeah. put the fungicide down and we put the bug control down uh, back in um, mid-August too. So this is the time of the year you gotta watch out for that. And the lawn has looked better than it did uh, in quite some time, especially for this time of the year. And I never okay. got that uh, because I think the bugs always got my lawn. I never really put the stuff down for the bugs. Well, I'm wondering if since it's been a little bit cooler, if that's tamed it a little bit. But also like you're, you're mentioning fungus, I see mushrooms more than I ever have, like the little wild things that's that are popping. That's a sign that, too that, much water. Yeah, so that's just yes. because you get in a swamp area, too much rain, not enough yeah. drainage. And I see people still with their uh, sprinklers on in my area. It's like, I haven't had my sprinkler on in like You want to know where, where I see the sprinklers? Coming into work. On days it's raining. Yes. Like, maybe we should be responsible for telling them. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I'm windshield wipers full blast going 10 miles an hour pulling into work and you see the sprinklers on you sprinklers like, are on just eh, well, not just wasting water it's whatever adding more than you really need mm -hmm. but now lawn looking good and uh, we got more water coming up here so we should keep the grass on the wet side for a lot of areas i know mm -hmm. a lot of people have been saying hey i have been been getting in the rain because i've been saying all right enough with the rain let's get a couple days to dry things out and then you get people commenting oh i need the rain it's so interesting uh, i yeah. mean even even on Monday, getting back into town, we wanted to, you know, go to the beach or something, and it was storming on Hilton Head. Tybee had just gotten rain, but you drive down 95, and it's like, you know, mostly blue sky. It's just always funny how it sets up, and Chatham County is a pretty big county, so you can definitely get rain in some place and, and not others. But Friday is going to be one of those days where, like, all right, everybody listening here, great shot at getting rain. Yeah. So don't be shocked. Don't be surprised. It is our first alert weather day, and we'll continue to give you updates, of course, here on all our social media platforms. So yeah. I thought this was fun. Maybe was we'll fun. make this a uh, more of a regular thing uh, where we go out and maybe record our podcast from different locations. Sure. It's just good to get out of the studio. It's always cold in there, yeah. uh, especially when we're recording our podcast. That yeah. room's always cold as well in there. Yeah. So. We'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe if uh, you guys are watching on Dave's Facebook page, and I'll share it on mine too, if you have suggestions, maybe, a place to go and record a podcast. I don't know, we're, we're in a beautiful spot right now. I know yeah, that you guys are looking this. behind us. But yeah, I think that it's uh, cool, and we'll try to add some fun little technology pieces to make this more interactive or visual for you guys too. 
Well, that does it for this edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Have you, have you guys a happy and safe weekend coming up.